0: Welcome back to our yearly roundup of all the weird news that's happened in 2022. I'm back today with two more weird tales from the year just past. But just as a reminder, this won't be your usual news roundup. This is strictly the stuff that makes you go, wow. as quite frankly, the regular news is far too depressing. So instead, we'll be exploring a few weird and wonderful stories that may have not made it into the regular newspaper. Now, that's not to say that these stories don't dally with the dark side, because they most definitely do, but there's also some light-hearted strangeness too. But don't worry, if anything is going to be hideously awful, then I'll give you a heads up first. So with the disclaimer out of the way, let's jump in to April. (laughs) April do that. If you are new here, then hi, my name's Nikki and I make podcasts, videos and TikToks about all sorts of weird stuff. So if you're into that, which I have a sneaking suspicion that you might be, then please hit subscribe so we can hang out together again. And if you're not new here, then welcome back, Old Fiend. Nice to see you again. Our first story today is a good old-fashioned cryptid sighting. Now, it wouldn't be our yearly news roundup without some kind of cryptid sighting, but this year in particular seems to have seen the otherworldly creatures cropping up all over the place. In April this year, one of Argentina's biggest news outlets received a call from a man living in Pestia Chico, near Matan in the south of the province of Salta. He said he'd been listening to the football on the radio and when it had finished, he could hear his dogs barking. The man, 52-year-old Angel Armando Pachico, a former professional boxer, manages a farm which belongs to his wife's family in the small area of Pastiadero Chico. When Angel heard the dogs barking, he assumed they were intruders or something bothering the cattle, so he went outside to see what was going on. He said what he encountered will haunt him the rest of his days. As Angel went to inspect the disturbance, he walked towards the boundary of the property, and to his horror, he encountered a large ape-like creature, which he called Ucumar. Ucumar are a cryptid-like being known in Argentina for being fearsome bipedal giant apes. What Angel reported to see was what can also be referred to as Bigfoot. Ukumar have a history of being seen in forests in Argentina and as the farm is quite remote it's possible that this is exactly what Angel encountered. Angel said that once he went to investigate he took the dogs with him and they all walked together towards the boundary of the property and to the road to see what was going on. In the gloom of the evening Angel lifted his flashlight to illuminate the forest beyond the fence around the property and it was then he saw the terrifying sight. He said, The dogs were scared and returned immediately. When I went forward, I was completely terrified because there was that thing. It was like a big hairy and dark coloured gorilla. He was walking at a slow pace. He was very robust. He looked at where I was and there I saw his red eyes. Then he got into the mountains. Scared at what he saw, Angel ran back to his home and locked him and the dogs inside. He said that night and for weeks afterwards he's had trouble sleeping as he keeps replaying the incident over and over in his mind. The story in the El Tribuno got picked up by numerous news outlets and Angel, who originally wanted to remain anonymous, decided that he would actually reveal who he was so people would be able to see he was a credible witness who at one time was a high-profile professional boxer in the country. After the incident, Angel has said he suffered physical manifestation of his trauma with bouts of sickness and he attributes this to the stress of the encounter with the Ukama. He said he's also still scared to go out at night. Ucumar sightings in the region have been so numerous that a top documentary maker, Octavio Rivol Molina, has made a whole film about the sightings, particularly those that have garnered worldwide media attention, like Angels. The film, titled El Ucumar, is set for release in 2023, and, according to the blurb on IMDb, says it investigates the sightings of the infamous bear man of Argentina – and the global impact these encounters have had. But the story doesn't end there. In September of this year, another farm owner came forward to say he'd seen Ucumar, also in Salta province, on three separate occasions. Juan Ramos said he first bumped into the Ucumar on his farm whilst hunting. He said he locked eyes with the animal and pointed his gun at it, but he said he didn't want to actually shoot it. Juan's report of the creature was that it was tall, stood on two legs, and had bristly black hair and red eyes. The second and third time, the Ukumar was braver, attacking a boy he was fishing with and scaring him, but the animal didn't actually harm the boy. The third time, he deliberately went looking for the animal and said he came across his lair in a cave and then saw him 50 meters away. Fearing for his safety, Juan retreated and left the beast alone. He said he just knows that he'll at some point bump into the Ukamar again, and he is aware of his presence all the time. Now, as a bit of a sidetrack here, Bigfoot in the past have been reported to use telepathy to communicate, and those that have seen them have said they've experienced transmitted information to them as if the animal is trying to tell them something. So maybe this is what one is experiencing. The farmer said he's not actually seen the creature since 2008, but after Angel's sighting went viral, this prompted him to come forward with his own story. So what do we make of this one? A true story or a viral hoax? I personally think, as there's no proof with this one, we have to believe the testimony of at least Angel, as he was pretty compelling in his tale, but Juan, I'm not so sure. Let me know your thoughts. Continuing on Encrypted Corner, our next story in April leads us back to Scotland once again, just like we did in March, but this time we're headed away from the borders and up into the Highlands. Now, this story, which has the unfortunate date of the 1st of April, aka April Fool's Day, is actually not a hoax. The first official sighting of the legendary Loch Ness Monster was reported for 2022 on the 30th of March 2022, but it only made it to the paper on the 1st of April. According to the official Loch Ness Monster sightings register, which, yes, that is a thing, the sightings in 2022 total just six. But the reports range from everything from a creature as big as a dog to some being three to four metres long and, at 20 feet deep, spotted on a boat's sonar. April was apparently a very busy month for Nessie, as she's affectionately known, and she appeared a further three times in the lock and all of these sightings were backed up with photographic evidence. For those of you that have never encountered the story of the infamous cryptid, let me give you a bit of a quick overview of the famous beast. The Loch Ness Monster is a supposed huge marine animal that inhabits the vast loch, which clocks in at an impressive 22 square miles and just over 227 metres deep. That's deep enough for the Golden Gate Bridge to be completely submerged in, by the way. Sightings of the elusive Nessie date as far back as 556 AD and have continued up until the present day. The mysterious marine cryptid has over the years become more of a metaphor for a battle between fact and fiction, with some sightings being a test in how creative a hoax can get. The infamous photo from 1934, in which a plesiosaur-type neck was attached to a toy submarine, photographed and sent to the London Daily Mail, who published it claiming to have the proof Nessie existed, has now become people's image of what the creature may actually look like. However, sightings vary wildly in terms of the animal that's seen. Our first sighting of the year on the 30th of March was reported as such via the official Loch Ness Monster Sightings website. Jamie Huntley, a documentary maker visiting from and Weir, reported that at 11.18am he saw the following with his colleague Warren Speed. Driving down road past Boleskin Cemetery, myself as a passenger in vehicle, I looked towards cemetery and then large object slash creature in the lock caught my eye. At first I thought it was a big boulder or something as first time to the area, I don't know the layout. I said to my friend driving, What's that? It's huge. I could see movement and the water breaking against it, so I told my friend to stop the car. Where the car stopped, trees obscured the view, so he reversed and the object slash creature was fully gone. I had my phone out and took pictures of the ripple in water, expanding from the point the object slash creature disappeared down. The object slash creature was reflecting the water so looked wet, almost like a whale skin cross with a fish skin, It was dark in colour, darker than the water, surrounding it. There were dark greys, black, browns in colour. It almost looked like how a whale hump might look breaking the surface, minus the fin. There was a definite movement, but didn't see too much of the movement before trees obscured it. It was a very big size, at least 15 foot long, maybe bigger, around the middle of the lock. There was a small speedboat that came up the lock after my sighting, but wasn't anywhere near the spot I'd seen the object slash creature, but wouldn't be surprised if they had seen it too, in the distance as they started circling around the area. Using their speedboat as a reference, it was much larger than the boat. As an estimate, I'd say the object was around seven foot high out of the water. But the sightings in April didn't end there. Three further sightings were reported on the 4th, 15th and 25th of the month. The sighting on the 4th went as follows, again straight from the Loch Ness sightings website. Tom Ingram, visiting from Portsmouth, took a picture aboard the 1 o'clock Spirit of Loch Ness cruise, departing from Fort Augustus. Contact was made on the boat's sonar at around 1.26, near the turning point at Invermoriston. The item spotted on the sonar looks to be definitely substantial in size, but it didn't breach the surface. The report on the 15th, which was made by a local fisherman and not a tourist, Glenn Blevins, reads, I was near Aldory Castle on Friday the 15th of April, working on the banks of the loch, when I saw a large animate object in the water between both banks of the lock at approximately 9.30am. It was dark in colour and stayed there for around 20 seconds before sinking into the water. I watched it with binoculars that I'd taken with me in the hope of seeing ospreys that had recently returned to the area. It was difficult to estimate the size but it was definitely larger than a seal and given the angle there may have been two, one behind the other. Our final April report on the 25th has video proof, and if you're listening to the podcast, pop to the video link in the description to see the clip. The couple which captured the clip at 6.16am didn't officially comment to the sightings website, but it was reported that the clip was later checked by a local photography expert, who said that the item in the water was most definitely alive, and that the size of it was larger than any other wildlife that is known to live in the lock. Which brings me on neatly to sum up what these sightings might be, if they aren't actually Nessie. Loch Ness is home to all manner of aquatic wildlife, and this may definitely explain some so-called sightings, as people are mistaken as to what they've seen. Otters, dolphins and the occasional seal are the largest creatures living in the loch, but there's also large fish such as salmon and trout, both of which have weighed in up to double figures, which may breach the surface. That's not to say every reported sighting is explainable. Some of them remain very much a mystery, and no doubt we'll definitely see more sightings in 2023. How do you feel about Nessie? Do you think there's some truth to the sightings and that an ancient creature lives below the surface, or do you think it's just a lot of floating errant logs? I personally think that the sightings which tend to crop up only during the months where the lock will be warming up might explain the presence of a hibernating large fish, such as a coelacanth, which emerges when it's warm and then retreats to hibernate at the bottom of the lock in the cooler months. Whatever your thoughts, I'm sure this won't be the last we'll hear of Nessie anytime soon though. Perhaps we'll check in with her for our Weird News Roundup in 2023. joining me for that selection of weird stories I really hope you enjoyed them and if you did there will be more along soon so please make sure that you're subscribed if you're not already to keep up with the series. If you're enjoying this series and what I make in general and you want it to continue then please consider becoming a Patreon supporter like our executive Patreon producers Amy, Christina, Jess, Kate, Karen, Kevin, Mary, Sally, Sam, Sarah and Veronica and a massive thanks to all my other patrons too. Now we're in the Christmas season. If you just want to send a tip or a little Christmas gift from my Amazon wishlist, then I would hugely appreciate that as well. And I'll leave all the links of how to do that in the show notes. A ridiculously huge thank you for even considering doing any of those things as it means the absolute world when I get notifications like that or a surprise parcel. So um, massive, massive big squishes. If you're part of that gang, you're the absolute bestest. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I've been Nikki Drews and I'll see you ghouls next time for May.